We now return you to regular programming. Welcome back to another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am your host, Nate. You can find me on all the socials at NateRay530, and you can find this podcast and this show, what we're doing here, at Taco Court Pod on all social platforms as well. And today I am joined by somebody who, uh, let's just say, is very controversial, has a lot of takes, had a lot of takes before the season in one of the last episodes we listened to, and all those takes are wrong, and I don't need to pull them out. Uh I did set up to record an episode right after week one and life got busy and I didn't do it, but it was to call out everything that Tony had said that was completely wrong. Tony, how the hell are you doing today? I'm not controversial. What are you even talking about? (laughs) I would like to uh, bring up the fact that Giselle has joined Eli Manning in another person who is taking rings away from Tom Brady. Let's go. So fucked up, man. (laughs) Have you seen some of the stuff with like uh, Zach Wilson basically liked her or like started following her on Twitter or oh, Instagram? Yeah. yeah and then there's so like good. all these little tweets and stuff that people are making. It's like, come on. Yeah, making making fun of divorce for a family. It's, it's, yeah. It's good <laughs> yeah. They got kids and shit. And it's like, it's oh. honestly, this is a huge win for lawyers around the world. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's going to be so much money involved. But thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Uh, I thought maybe the pod went under. So uh, glad to see it's back. It was close, man. Life's been really busy. So I made the mistake of becoming a full-time student again and in courses that I really enjoy. So I'm spending a lot of time doing that, learning the stuff there and then being a dad. And then also um, I've spent a lot of the last couple months uh, fostering a better relationship with my ex-wife and my kids. So it's kind of neat. We started hanging out all together. Uh, She comes into town for work and stuff like that. So Hung out, go to dinner for the first time. And then it's like, hey, you want to – I was taking the kids to the Niner game. They played here in Denver on Sunday Night Football. So I was, like, planning on taking them. And the oldest daughter, Layla, she sits there and says, hey, Mom, you come to the Niner game with us? And she gave me the look like, uh – and so I said, hey, I'll get a ticket if you want to fly out, right? You buy your plane, and we'll figure out room and stuff like that. And um, so it's been good, though. Like, kids really enjoy it. I'm enjoying it. It's kind of nice to be able to be pretty much like almost like a best friend, right? Mm-hmm. With like my ex-wife. And I think she sees me as that as well. We've kind of talked about it over the weekend that she was here for the Niner Bronco game. So um, it's really good. And some of that stuff just took priority in my life. I wanted to do podcasts, but I don't have time to edit. So um, maybe somebody who works regular days. Uh, if only you knew someone who enjoyed this kind of shit and likes to stay if up at, late at night and isn't working like crazy hours and stuff like that. Uh, wants to be my editor. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes and we'll get some more. out. Uh, but I got two things. Uh, mm-hmm. One sounds like you need to get your priorities straight and B I can edit <laughs> your podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're going to probably be my editor coming up soon. So uh, I, 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 I am going to guarantee that my next semester, so in the spring, I will not be a full-time student whatsoever. So yeah. part of the reason I did it was they pay me really good to be a full-time student, and um, that helps, right? So, um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not going to do it. It's not worth whatever that is. So uh, well, yeah, I got a rave for this, so we'll circle back to the shit later. Yeah, I yeah. got a rave. I got a rave for you too. So. All right. 
We'll see. All right. So uh, the way our podcast goes, the way our show goes, we're going to go through the same segments that we always do. So we got top of mind, uh, the things that have been going on in our mind coming into or out of last week. Manager on manager, where we'll get to know each other a little bit better personally. That's kind of the point of this podcast. We're a fantasy football league podcast uh, that is based around the 12 members of our fantasy football league. We kind of set this up to start the banter, uh, get some people to talk some more shit. And we had some guys who didn't know each other in the league because we're all kind of geographically separated. So uh, that's that's the point of this thing. We'll go into sports news and notes. So we'll touch a little bit on our league in there, too, as well as some other stuff that is going on recently. We will do a draft. We do drafts because we are fantasy football nuts. Uh, so we will do a draft, and we'll finish up with rants and raves and leave you with a banger for the week. So, Tony, top of mind, what's on your mind coming out of into this week? Whatever it may be. It might be over the last month. I don't know. Relief. Top okay. of mind for me is relief. I just did a, about a year and a half on crew. Um, nine of those months were on 12-hour shifts. Shoot me now. Um, relieved that I didn't lose my mind. Relieved that it's over, obviously. But for anyone who's worked crew, I know we have a few people in the league who are probably mm -hmm. familiar with this life. Very repetitive, right? Uh, with the 12s, don't really feel like I'm living a healthy life uh, as far as like diet, exercise, sleep, all of the above, cycling through days and mids. Um, so yeah, lack of sleep, lack of time at the gym, not really eating all that great. Plus, I'm just ready for like the next group of people just to get in there and pull their weight. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 You get tired of doing all the shit, filling in for people, all that kind of stuff because you're yeah. like, Hey, I'm going to get the job done. That's what I'm here to do. The goddamn so. pack mule. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're going to be off shift work because then our schedules could be a little bit more aligned. That's right. Maybe we could get the kids together, do some more stuff, you know, depending on what's going on. So, uh, leaves you open for a lot of uh, Sunday games for the Denver Broncos <laughs> and whoever they're playing uh, in the winter time. So that'll be good. So I know you don't like the elements. I know you don't like going to games, but uh, you're going to be convinced otherwise because it is amazing. So, all right. Top of mind for me is I'm fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired, yo. Like, I'm up to like one o'clock in the morning, almost every night getting, you know, homework, cleaning, doing stuff, getting this stuff ready for the kids, making sure that their homework's done, which uh, I'm not really good at. Uh, Layla just went to bed and came to me after I told her to go to bed and was like, I have a presentation that's due tomorrow and I got to do it on the computer. And the teacher said I have to present tomorrow. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I don't follow what you have for Wait. homework and stuff. Wait, does Evan have one too? He's not saying a damn thing. <laughs> it's Fuck. like a Google, it's like a Google sheet presentation that to pick an animal or something like that, right? So uh I was like, Well, you're gonna wake up early because you're going to bed right now because I gotta record a podcast. So uh go to bed and I will wake you up super early and you'll do it. So mm -hmm. um they get in the habit of just and I, I'm bad at it too. I just get home and it's like, all right, let's eat, uh get you a bath, and then I need to fucking chill yeah. for a little bit before I'm busy all night. So I need to do a little bit better of that. But uh, one thing that is on my mind is the fact that uh, I don't know if I ever want to chaperone a field trip again. So I chaperoned third graders going to a zoo. I had eight kids. One of them was kind of wild. Uh, the other, all the rest were pretty good. I had your son in my group too. Yep. And that was pretty cool. Um, but it was a fun time. The zoo here is in the mountain. So it's a lot of steep walking and stuff like that i think it would be cool kind of by myself if i wasn't trying to wrangle kids around but it was a good time 
And then another thing that's on top of my mind right now is my kids are gone for Christmas this year. They go back to Virginia to go see their mom. So I'm kind of figuring out what I want to do. Um, Nate's and trying to end our marriage in our group chat. I am definitely trying to end marriages, right? Uh, but safe to say, probably no one will go with me. And I knew that, right? And I was like, maybe two people in there might want to go that don't have kids, don't have families and all that kind of stuff, right? And maybe have a little bit of disposable income to just throw away for an experience. So what I was looking at was some somewhere to go for Christmas, not to be home. And I ended up thinking, I was like, you know what? The NBA plays on Christmas Day. Let me see if the Nuggets are playing. And the Nuggets are playing in their home here in Denver. And they got the Phoenix Suns. So it's like, oh, I can see Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, right? It's the nighttime game. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's like an 8 o'clock p.m. game or something like that here in Denver. I was like, that would be cool, you know, or something like that. Let me see what those tickets are like. So I was looking at them and I was like, oh, like. I can sit up here for a couple hundred bucks. I could spend a couple more hundred and sit way low to the court. And then something came to my mind. I was like, you know, there's a lot of other games on. Let me see where else is playing. Maybe I'll take a flight. And then it hit me and the Knicks played the 76ers on Christmas Day. First game in the morning. So everybody's done opening presents. You're kind of relaxed and figuring out food. People usually put the NBA game on, right? So it's boom. Madison Square Garden, New York City, Christmas Day. I was like, this is it. I'm doing this, right? So I go through. I spend a couple hours looking at all the tickets and stuff like that that are available on all the resale sites. And um, right before we recorded this, Tony, I was on the shitter, and I bought a courtside ticket to go watch the New York Knicks play at Madison Square Garden for Christmas Day. So um, I was going to say, could you imagine? But you're going to imagine. I'm going to imagine. I'm going to do it, right? So... um, yeah, row one, corner of the baseline, Madison Square Garden, Christmas Day, noon Eastern. You'll see me. I'm trying to decide, and maybe I need some help here, right, Tony? Uh, we're running long on this segment, but it's okay. We haven't done this for a month. But I looked, I'm down to three jerseys. One of them I'm kind of no on, and that's Latrell Sprewell. Mm. Like Latrell Sprewell, dope, but I always see him as a warrior. Maybe it's because he fought PJ Carlos Mo as a warrior, right? So it's like, okay, that's where I think about him, right? And then yeah. Spreewells are rims, and California modifies cars. New York doesn't modify cars. That's my thing. My other two, Stefan Marbury Ooh. or Alan Starbury. Houston. But I, Alan Houston was like my dude in the late 90s, like when he went from the Pistons to the Knicks. He was averaging close to 20 points a game for his whole career. He got that bit like this huge contract in the late 90s, right? It was after all those Bulls teams ran through the Knicks and John Starks mm-hmm. was getting smoked. And it's like, we're going to bring Allen Houston in. Um, and I'm leaning towards an Allen Houston jersey to wear courtside at the Knicks. Yeah, I think you go, what, Allen Houston or Marbury, just to pander, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So I've kind of gotten out of my, I'm not ever going to wear another team's jersey kick. I used to be on that for a long time. But now I'm like, why not? Like, I want to go to all these stadiums and these events, and I'd like to root for the home team if my team's not playing. So maybe I need to wear, like, a home team jersey. The real so. the real question is, who are you going to heckle? Is it going to be Harden? Oh, I'm going to heckle Harden. Oh, Embiid's got to be one, right? Like, that, I got to do something. It's going to be fun to talk to Embiid or something like that, too. So uh, I'm pretty excited. But, uh, yeah, I just bought a ticket, and it's 
surreal to me because I'm a kid who comes from a family who never made like more than $40,000 in a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, my town is like a welfare and drug capital. A lot of my friends I went to high school with or all that. And it's like, you know, with the help of some friends, uh, you know, you guys and your family and just busting my ass for a year, yeah. got myself in a position to be able to like, just be like, Hey, I want to go to New York city for Christmas and I can do it. So it's well, a little it's- surreal. It's hard to think about sometimes, but super humbling. If you see uh, Chris Paul's mom there, make sure you push her for us, will, will you? Maybe Zach Wilson will come with me. I, can, I should tweet him, hey, you want to talk to Chris Paul's mom? So. A little matchmaking, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, something like that. It's New York, right? So maybe we'll see some stars. I looked at some YouTube videos and saw like, you know, Adam Sandler there on Christmas Day games oh, and all the, you know, all the people go or whatever like that. So hopefully I'll see some people. But that's me coming into this week after 10 minutes of talking. So. You could tell I have not talked to anybody in a month. So yeah, um, pent up. Yep. All right, moving on, manager on manager. Let's get to know each other a little bit better. So I have a question for you, Tony. And this is going to start getting us into the sports realm a little bit. So I got a little would you rather, right? So at the quarterback position, these two quarterbacks, I'm going to present you some stats. Which one would you rather have? It's Stafford and Goff, isn't it? Quarterback one has 1,115 yards, four touchdowns, six picks, QBR 49.6. It's not good. Quarterback two, 1,126 yards. That's third in the NFL. I should say that. Okay. 1,115 yards, 14th in the NFL, four touchdowns tied for 20th, six picks. That's last in the NFL. Uh, And a QBR of 49.6, which is 14th. Now you got another quarterback who's third in the league in passing with 1,126 yards, tied for first in touchdowns with 11, tied for 14th, middle of the pack, three picks, right, after four games. Uh, and a QBR is at eighth at 67.1. Which quarterback would you rather have leading your team? Uh, well, what are the team records here? What are, what are we dealing with? It We are talking about, look, fantasy football, the NFL in general is all about statistics, right? When we look at the guy for the Hall of Fame, we're looking at his numbers. Well, I don't I, I don't want either one of those. Why don't you give me Geno Smith statistics? <laughs> one, 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 one. One, 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 yeah. Dude, it's cooking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Obviously, I'm going to pick the better stats, but I know it's Jared Goff, you son of a bitch. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jared Goff versus Matt Stafford. Uh, get your Goff jerseys. Uh, Matt Stafford, I've been posting, or I shouldn't say I, yeah, I, right, I'll take ownership of it, from the house account, Taco Court Pod, on Twitter, a lot of interesting statistics about Matthew Stafford and his choice of players that he decides to distribute the ball to, Um, it seems like Matthew Stafford is on the opposite pendulum of every other team in the NFL that wins, and I'm compiling data for the entire year of what it is like for their wins and their losses, and it is solely based around triggering people on this fake notion of Matt Stafford might be racist because they only give the ball to white players. Um, in the two games that they've lost, the percentage of attempts or how opportunities in the two games the Rams have lost, the percentage of opportunities for non-white players has been below, been below 30%. That's running back touches, wide receiver targets. Mm-hmm everything right in the two games they've won it's north of it's right around the 50 50 mark so i i'm no i'm no math genius or anything like that but you know the data is the data um 
Did you say data or data? Eh, either way. Depends yeah. on how fancy you want to sound. Right? If you re- Have you ever seen that meme that goes like, you read this as data and data or data and data, and it's the same word twice? Yeah. And you're like, God damn it, you got me. So, <laughs> but yeah. It, it's Goff, really good. Matt the, Stafford. The, the people who are triggers, like, are you really? You're going to pretend like OBJ didn't happen last year? You're going to pretend like yeah. Kenny Galladay, Calvin Johnson wasn't a thing? Get out of here. Uh, I saw there was one comment, right? One comment back to, because uh, all those tweets get like in the, 20 to 30,000 impressions, right? Yeah. Cuz I'm I'm just adding it under all these big profiles or whatever yeah. like that. So don't have your notifications on for me during football games when the Rams are playing. But uh but I got a lot of impressions and one of them was someone was like we're just going to act like Calvin Johnson didn't happen, right? And all this kind of stuff. What about Calvin Johnson? And someone wrote Adolf Hitler would throw the ball to Calvin Johnson if he had <laughs> Calvin Johnson as a wide receiver. Let's be real. Not wrong. <laughs> That catch rate yeah. is you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was funny. But that was my manager manager. That's all I wanted to do. I'm just poking fun. You got one for me? Uh yeah. So I'm talking about uh California in this episode. I think you have a theme brewing. Uh mm-hmm. where do you want to settle down? Back home in California or somewhere else? I know you I know you I know this is uh, on your mind from time to time. Yeah, yeah. So I've been thinking about that a lot kind of since I moved here, but really in like the last six months of like I don't think Colorado's it. Right. Like, I don't know what it is about it. I enjoy it. I really enjoy it because all my friends are here. Right. And I, I enjoy that community and stuff like that. Um, California is the place, I think. Like when I when I look at other places, like I've been looking at like, OK, what do I need to get to to put a down payment on the house? And that's mm-hmm. here in Colorado. But then when I'm looking through Zillow or whatever the site I'm looking at, I always end up looking at California. But it's always at like the southern coast. Right. From from let's say Malibu down the coastline so it but within I'm looking like outrageous right just what is out there um and I don't need nothing big but somewhere around the like two miles from the coast to the coast essentially so um I think I'd like to do that I think I'd like to be able you know ideally be a fucking baller maybe marry some sugar mama or just have one um to be able to support me or something like that um and live somewhere near the coastline to where i can i can walk six seven eight nine blocks or something like that Mm -hmm. and be at be at the boardwalk or be at the beach or you know little walk around and get food and not really need to drive a lot of places to get the stuff that i need you know and stuff like that so i remember i did an event in Santa Monica one time. And I really liked how that place was set up because you had like the boardwalk area and the beach. And then there's like this little cliff that's like a hundred feet high mm-hmm. that separates like where the city is from like the beach area from the PCH. And it's like, Oh, there's your, your grocery stores and your Walgreens and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. it's like, oh that would be dope to live like right around that area. Just be able to go. Right. So to do the shopping, the beaches, the, you know, LA and all that big sports yeah. are just hour, hour and a half the, drive from those areas. The, but all that shit's priced in. We're going to get to all that later, but it's all priced in. It's so expensive. Yeah, yeah. It is expensive, but ideally, I'd like to live in California. And the more I think about it, like, I don't mind the hot, hot heats. Uh, I think Northern California is not really too much for me. I mean, I grew up there and stuff like that. You get the seasons and stuff like that. But I want to be around, like, more culture, vibrant areas, you know, close to a bigger city, but in a chill area and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah. Well, how about you? Where's no idea? No No idea. 
no idea. Uh, like it here. We like Utah. Um, home for us, California, Riverside County, probably not. Very expensive, very crowded. No beaches, right? It's not in the yeah. mountains, kind of in a valley. So it's still TBD. Still TBD. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, our buddy Matt, his wife, Coda, talks to Charlotte. She's trying to influence her on uh, Ohio. I think Coda is no. Dayton, that God, area. No. I just got back from Dayton a couple months ago. Uh, or about a month ago, wasn't impressed. Yeah, that place sucks ass. The land like, of milk and honey, I think, is what Matt calls it. Yeah, if you like bugs everywhere at night, go ahead and go live in Ohio. So there's like no AC anywhere. It's just humid and everything's yeah. moist. I don't know. Not a it's fan. Like, you guys didn't realize that we segregated for from European countries. Like you can have a let air conditioning in your place you don't have to just open the windows with no screens or anything like that so and i didn't know this but ohio is in the eastern time zones this like cements that it is the middle east it's not the midwest you can't say that yeah like if it fell in the central time zone maybe there's a there's Mm -hmm. a chance but Mm -hmm. you're in the fucking eastern time zone that's the middle east matt yeah yeah stupids stupids that's probably why he has no hair because um they don't foster people to grow hair there because they're too busy trying to convince them it's the midwest he says it's a state of mind that they're the midwest okay yeah i'm sure i'm sure it's a state of mind for you know i don't know never mind because that's going to be really racist so it it was a middle eastern joke but uh we're not going to talk about that so all right all right Moving on, news and notes. So we're going to touch a little bit on our home league real quick. We're just going to go over some of the records and give some thoughts. But in the standings update, we got the one and only 4-0 team this year so far is the Pocket Dogs, 3-1. and We got three teams, Milford Academy, Pass- Password is Taco, or goddamn Password is Taco, Boner Jams 3 sitting at 2-2, two and two, over nearly half the league. Murder Boners, I shave my balls for this. Too hot to handle. Eskimo Brothers and yours truly, the Vinegar Strokes at 1-3, and three, just... Staying out of that, you know, bottom bottom tier of junk. He's like the the tip of the shit, right? The little the little part that sticks sticks out the top of a porter potty when you're deployed, you know, in that big pile. That's Tony Patriot. That's you, Tony. And my team two, belongs in this Ofer category. That's <laughs> sure. Two teams at zero and four. Three penis wine. The Cincinnati Bengals fan. That guy's having a rough year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and cops' lives matter. So. um Give me some thoughts so far. We've been four weeks into the season. Give me some thoughts on like things you thought about beforehand. What are you thinking now about the fantasy football season? Whether it's like your draft strategy or what you're looking at going into next year or just how this year's gone. Uh, I missed on like my first five picks, like all five of them. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, obviously under, he rushed for like 41 yards on 20 carries before he went uh-huh. down. I, I saw it was not a high ankle sprain, but probably going to miss Thursday, possibly uh, longer. Uh, Keenan Allen hasn't really played. I think he got in like a half and he's mm-hmm. had a hamstring since, uh, got Rashad Bateman. He's, he's injured. I think he left. He's uh, not Devin Duvernay. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Catches touchdowns, <laughs> <laughs> but he left the last game in a walking boot. Jerry Judy. Uh, he's dealt with some injuries, banged up, uh, Gabe Davis. I think he sprained his ankle a couple weeks ago, still dealing with that. Mm-hmm. So like I, I've missed left and right at the beginning of this draft. So it's not been good for me. That's kind of my thoughts on my team, but for fantasy, um, I think this was the year to draft a wide receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think that was the higher hit rate. And I got some ADPs up and where these players ranked. So Jonathan Taylor, 
arguably the first pick among most leagues you probably you're probably playing in right yep. uh, he's the current eight, uh, overall 83rd player in the nfl <laughs> not great uh cmc it's all right he's top 24 uh mm-hmm. catches a lot of passes right even though baker stinks austin mm-hmm. eckler's doing well 17th cooper mm-hmm. cup there's your receiver right number three he's paying off at adp derrick henry 34 not great had a solid game this last week um He's 34th. Uh, Justin Jefferson, another hit, uh, drafted sixth. Dude's currently sitting at the 10th spot, and he's had, I think, two or three bad games, right? Yeah. Um, weeks two through four. Yep. Dalvin Cook, seven, 109, another miss. Uh, at the eight, Najee Harris, 111, even worse than Cook, another miss. Uh, number nine, Jamar Chase, 38, not bad. Uh, kind of underperforming so far. T. Higgins is kind of stealing the show there. Uh, Joe Mixon, your boy here, number 10. He's sitting mm-hmm. at the 55th player overall. I think he's had some bad luck uh, at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Um, Devontae Adams, maybe not a hit, but he's sitting at 23rd, drafted 11th overall. Um, I think he got shut down week two, maybe yep. three. And then yep. Stephon Diggs was a hit. He's number five overall. He was drafted at the end of round one. So, um, yeah, I regret going running back, especially in this league. Yeah. Um, my, so one of my thoughts, right. And I'm, I kick myself in the ass because I was like, I am drafting different than everybody this year. Right. That was my thing. I'm yeah. going to draft different than everybody this year. Yep. And my initial thought was wide receiver. I was at the back end, right. I'm gonna get me a big wide receiver, Travis Kelsey, come around in the third, grab another wide receiver and a quarterback. And if you look at the top five teams in our league, right? Uh, the actually the top six, seven, seven, six, six teams in the league. You got guys like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, right? Are four of the big quarterbacks that are sitting up there. Josh Allen can win you weeks just by himself, yeah, right? 40 you grab. You grab the guy like, let's say, Diggs at the end of round one, right? You go Diggs, Kelsey, or even if you wanted to go Tyreek Hill at the time. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, right? Or Kelsey, Debo, whatever you wanted to do there, right? A big-time wide receiver is going to get the action. And Kelsey, who's the only tight end who really matters in fantasy football consistently. yeah. And it probably should have been a thing of like, yeah, this matters more than any other position right now because – you got new quarterbacks in Atlanta, right? You don't know what the what the everybody thought Hawkinson was a thing last year. Didn't really pan out to what everybody really thought, and then now they have a better run game and all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, I'm on Ron St. Baron coming onto the scene. Yep. What people thought, uh, Kittle hurt, Trey Lance quarterback. There's all these other things, right? You can sick Mark Andrews up there and have him as one of those as well. But say you grab Kelsey because you're going to get your 20 points a week, right? Come yep. back around, grab your other wide receiver, or if you, even if you wanted to go a decent running back, right? You can do that there and then grab Josh Allen, Mahomes, or something like that. Because if you have two good receivers, three good receivers, right, that you could get pretty easily in those first rounds because everybody's hoarding running backs and all that kind of stuff, you're looking at 15 to 25 30 points the way the mm-hmm. league is shaped now they made such an emphasis on down the field contact that wide receivers are just running wherever the hell they want right we watched in that first game the the rams and uh rams and the bills and it was like 
there's no one around Diggs. It's seven yards, and there's no one around him. Like, what the hell? Um, and they've seen that in a lot of games where it's just like players are running around rampant um, with nobody around them. And a lot of it's because of those contact rules. So it's like grab your receivers and a quarterback, and you got 100 points. Yep. Because these quarterbacks, the, like the positional advantage, right? And we always used to talk about drafting a quarterback late because there wasn't too big of it, No, there it's is over. a it's, it's significant over. positional advantage of yeah. 15, 20 points sometimes. You, can't, you right? can't do that anymore. And tight end, I don't even think you can do that with tight end. No, nah, it's like those need to be probably the two first positions picked in fantasy football, right? Like I can't go. I have Matthew Stafford as my quarterback in this league. It is terrible. I hate my life. Right. And I go look for Jared Goff on the waiver wire. He's gone. But well, no Peterson has seven quarterbacks on his yeah, team. But no one's he's not going to ever play him. Right. And it's like, what the hell? Like, you know, something like that. Um, because you could get those running back, like everybody, everybody makes a big thing about uh running back usage, right? And split carries. Well, everybody splits carries. The highest used running back last year, I think, was Derrick Henry, maybe Joe Mixon, and it was like 60. Two percent. Mm-hmm. So everybody's splitting them. So just pick your best splits. Like that's all it is, right? And just punt the running back position. Hope you hit one. Hit the waiver wire to get the next guy up and take away from the other guy, or make a trade for one of your bomb receivers that you got. Yeah, because you got six of them on your team, right? Or something like that. Because those guys can straight up win you weeks. There's guys in our league, and I've had trouble with it getting over 110, 110 points in a PPR league when we're starting seven position eight positional players outside of the yep. quarterback with our two flexes i'm having a hard time and it's because i'm i tried to go a little bit more balanced when we ended up drafting and it was like god damn like nah, you know same it, thing i, I grabbed russell weeks. wilson in those latter yeah. rounds in a it, tight end in the middle tj hawkinson <clears throat> great week last week but for the most part it's been uh, been a disappointment and the projections don't matter right because nah. they're going to project on the low end so it's like oh josh allen projected for 26 points right yeah, he's he's putting up 40. Matt Patrick Mahomes 35. Like you walk into every week knowing, yeah. hey, I got a guy who's going to give me 18 points at the quarterback position. You're hoping that the other guy gets 23. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. Like you have to you have to try to get one of those dudes. And every when you look at the standings, go, you know, anybody in the league, go through the league and look at everybody at the top. And it's just all baller quarterbacks, right? Yep. So Hertz is up there too. Yep. Hertz is up there. Uh, there was another one. There's one that's like an outlier. I forget who it was, but it wasn't someone that was like, you know, blowing the top off or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a thing. It I is a thing. In, a the, thing. in these teams, you mentioned the Bills and the Chiefs. They're not running the ball like uh, your teams in the past would when they're with mm-hmm. in the, inside the five. The quarterback might be running in, but they're yep. passing that shit. They're getting yeah. creative. They're doing like a little shovel pass or something to a tight end uh, running across the line, right? So all those points are just going to the quarterback. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it looks like and what what other analysts, you know, and what like I like to listen to what other analysts are out there and what they're talking about, because you figure that's what most people are going to think, you know, that group think thing or whatever like that. And I don't think most analysts do a lot of their own homework. They kind of just look at what everybody else did and they shape their stuff and they're, you know, a couple little hot takes here and there. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I heard a guy who is, is Jeff Manns. He's a Sirius XM host, and I think he is, he's part of Fantasy Guru. Um, he has a podcast called One Man's Opinion, and I really like it. And he does some of it. It's just uncensored. Just He talks about whatever. There's some stuff. Some episodes are just solely about life. Some have some life and some, uh, some sports stuff. Some of it's all mm-hmm. sports stuff. 
but he was talking about hit rates. He has a, an episode on hit rates at the running back position early, and it's like it's super low over the last like five years. Running back hit rates for where you draft them. Wide receiver is really high comparatively. Uh, tight ends higher, uh, just based off of certain rounds and where they hit, you know, and stuff like that. So the the data is kind of written out there on that. But I so that's kind of one of the reasons I was like, okay, I'm gonna shape myself this way, and I didn't do it, and I'm kicking myself in the ass because. Can't we're draft getting, a quarterback early. No, you need to. <laughs> we're getting murdered. Yeah, we're getting murdered in this league. Yeah. Like you, you just like, all right, I come in off the bat down 15 points. So yep. it sucks. It's but fun. It's so much it's fun. fun. It is the fun. Your league fighting for the Sacco. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun though to try to work through it. So that's where I'm having fun, right? Everybody made shit about because I put out I've put out like 30 trade offers in the last week and a half. Oh, really? Right? I haven't seen a single one. Yeah. Um, all my guys are injured. You don't have anybody I want. <laughs> but the guys that I've offered, right, are I was offering, you know, Duvernay, right? Like he's catching balls, the balls he's catching, he's getting the looks down in the red zone. Mm-hmm. He's a kick returner. He's got that threat as well. Um, they're going to put up points and he's involved in it. So he did, he catches pretty much everything thrown his way and he's, he runs over the middle. So there's there's room for him too. I mean, they're like the Lions. They score yeah. points and they can't stop anybody. Yeah, it's perfect. Right? So the touchdowns are there, the the deep passes are there. So I offered him, I offered Corey Davis with Zach Wilson coming back. He put up like 19 points this last week in his first game with Zach Wilson again. Um he's getting the targets down in the red zone as well. He got a you know a, a touchdown. I think it was within the 5-yard line or something like that. Um he was the guy who I drafted him because that that was Zach Wilson's guy last year, right? Was yeah, that's who you kind of look to. Uh, I've offered who else did I offer? Uh, damn it, who was it? Oh, Damian Pierce. I've offered him, right? And kind of glad that he didn't get taken off my hands because uh, it's just a matter of time for him to go off. Burke yeah. is like thirty nine years old, so yeah. You know, his his usage goes up every single week, and it's like they talked about him being the dude and stuff like that, and Lovey Smith's like, we're going to get more touches. You know, he just goes off for a solid 30 this last week, too, so. No big deal. No big deal. Matt did give me a trade offer back that I almost took. And Pitts, right? Yeah, it was for Pitts, because I had asked, I was looking at Brees Hall. I was trying to get another running back. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I just need, like, a one good receiver or something like that to because I have, I'm starting Jarvis Landry right now. It's either him. Not good. I'm going to move Corey Davis up in there, and then I have DeAndre Hopkins on the bench, right? Suspended. So I got two more weeks of that shit. But I got Zeke, who hopefully when Dak comes back, he can get some more room to yeah. run and stuff like that. And then uh, Zeke and I forget who my first running back is. In our, our league, we start three receivers, so yeah. it's thin on the yeah. waiver wire. Like, you could do a lot worse than Corey Davis. I forget how yeah. many games he's played now with Elijah Moore, but with Zach Wilson under center, he gets targeted more Yeah, between him and more. I know Garrett Wilson's a new thing, but him and Zach Wilson don't have any chemistry. So not bad. Yeah. I don't yeah, hate it. So, yeah. He gave me that and it was like a Gerald Everett or something like that, which was pretty intriguing, but I also have Conklin on the bench. So I was like, if I don't, if I get rid of Pitts, um, I know Pitts or Conklin, I can get rid of, I'll just plug the other one in and not worry about another tight end. So yeah. All right. <clears throat> Enough about that. All right, some other news and notes. So me and Nick have had a feud going on for a while. Whenever he's in the office, I make sure to bash him. 
uh, before he went to this Thursday night Bengals game because Nick's a baller and he's got season tickets and shit. And he went to Thursday night Bengals, um, Bengals Dolphins. He put his Bengals helmet on my desk. I was out for the first two weeks of the two first two days of the week. I come back Wednesday. There's this big white striped helmet on my desk. Right. And he's not in the office when I walk in. So I'm like, what the fuck? Whatever. But uh, so I've I've made a lot of bets with him. I've told him that the Bengals won't make the playoffs this year. They won't win double digit games and all this kind of stuff. Right. And we so we have a bet for food on that. And then he made another bet the other day because I was just going off. Right. And this is probably this is a couple weeks ago. But he bet me and um, he go because I was giving him shit about how they're going to get smoked by the Jets. Right. The Bengals stink and all this kind of stuff. And I just like massing them up. And um, he made a bet with me and I want, want to hear your take on it. Right. He said the Bengals will make it to the divisional round. And Nate, that's me. We'll finish bottom three in this league. And he said, parlay it. Both of them hit, yeah. and that's the win. And it's like a lunch or something like that. So what are your thoughts? Who's going to win this bet? Did he have to parlay? Is there a round robin option? No, he parlayed it. Like, I mean, I got like five lines on this dude. So he's going to, I'm going to gain some weight here in the springtime. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like parlaying off that. Yeah. What's uh what, what what is your motto when it comes to parlay? Never parlay. Never, never parlay, parlay, Nick. Never parlay, you know, Nick. He's Nate's yeah. been saying it for years. Come on, yep. Nick. Yeah. So, you think I'm gonna win this bet? I yeah. So far, I would say it's in your favor. Um, yeah. If there's a if there's a cash out option at any point, Nick, uh, where you can profit, go ahead and hit that hit that button. Here, so Nick, I know you're listening. Carson, I know you're listening. That's Nick's son. They listen in the car together. So um, I will, in substitute of all the stuff that you're going to owe me food-wise, I will just take one of your Bengals tickets. So, yeah, you don't have to pay any extra money, you know, and worry about that. How are you going to feed Nate, you know, because he's going to want some Gucci steak that's like Wagyu from fucking like <laughs> some three-horned cow in Japan or something like that. Um, yeah, I'll take a Bengals ticket. So I'll even take the single ticket. I don't even got to sit next to you. Maybe, no, let me sit next to you. You got to sit next to him. Let me sit next to you uh, when, I don't know who, the Baltimore Ravens play. I'll go in my Devin DuVernay jersey. Or the Steelers play. I'll go in, a, when the Steelers play, I'll go in, um, you know, an Antonio Brown jersey or something like that. So There you go. Yep. <clears throat> um, last thing in news and notes. This was a hot topic yesterday, Tony. I know. I come I home from work. I come home from work and tell Layla and the kids we, we got some canes, you know, the chicken tenders and fries or whatever. It's growing on me. It's not the best. It's not the hype that everybody says. What, what it do is. you get? The, the three, the four? <clears throat> oh no, the six. I'm getting the, the caniac combo. We <laughs> 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 got two pieces of toast in that thing. I can eat Damn. it. Damn. And I'll get another fry so that I can just, um, you know, split like, it into two meals. So I'll take it for two lunch meals. and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 But I'll get that and whatever. And Layla started getting like a regular meal. She'll get the three or whatever yeah. like that. But if I'm just doing it one meal thing, I'm going to get four. Like it's the chicken is so soft and tender. Like that's what makes it good. But yeah. So we're, we're eating canes here at the dinner table. And I'm like, oh, let me put on the pregame. And Layla goes, I made a bet today, dad. I said, what? She's like, yeah, I bet Evan. Which is your son 10 bucks on the game? He said something about how the Rams were going to beat the Niners. And I told him, I'll bet you 10 bucks. And he said, 
I'll bet you 10 bucks. So they made a bet. <laughs> then later goes, I also bet that girl who wears the Broncos stuff because when we went to the zoo, there was this girl wearing a Broncos hat and a Broncos shirt. And that was the week that we were going to the Niner game. So Layla's like, hey, we're going to go watch the Niners play the Broncos. This girl proceeded to start talking shit like, oh, mm. Niners are going to lose. They stink. You know, they can't win in Denver and the Broncos and let's ride and all this. Like, no, eight-year-old girl saying let's ride at a zoo. So, uh, so she's like, I'm like, yeah, no, you didn't, right? She's like, no, I got two bets. I'm going to win 20 bucks tonight, Dad. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if I call Uncle Tony, he's going to confirm it. Like, you're not lying to me. I said, swear. She's like, swear. And I was like, swear on your sister's life. She's like, swear. Okay. So then I call you and uh, you're like, hey, you hear about this bet? Nope. So you ask your son, hey, you make a bet? Yep, 10 bucks. <laughs> you got 10 bucks? Uh, yeah. Okay. I asked Layla, you got 10 bucks? She pulls out her wallet. She's got 10 bucks in it. Okay. Whatever like that. What are your thoughts on the fact that our kids are running an underground bookie gambling scheme within third grade of an elementary school in the state of Colorado? Do you have concern for it? Are you proud of them? Are you scared about what may happen? Uh, I have two thoughts. Uh, a... I'm very proud that uh, <laughs> they're making bets. Reckless, it's reckless. He could have, he should have talked to me. I could have uh, maybe turned that around or given him some points or something. Yeah. Um, two, uh, we're like one of those offshore. That Evan is running like one of those offshore things. Like he's just not going to pay out bets that he doesn't like. <laughs> That's so fucked so I'm up. not sure if Layla's getting her money or not. I uh, I told Layla last night, right? We were like making videos and stuff because they were talking all kinds of smack. Like, we're going to Target and all this kind of stuff, right? We got 20 bucks. Miley, I'll buy you something. Miley's like, yeah, pay my sister. All right? So then I, I was like, okay, redo that so I can film it. And I said, that was good. guys. But I was like, all right, Layla, when you go to school, and I had to tell her this again this morning because she's like, I'm going to give my 20 bucks today, Dad. Like, okay. So I go, when you go to school, don't talk about this or try to collect or bring it up in class. Don't you can't let the other kids know that you're doing this yeah. because they're going to talk and you can't talk to your teacher about it because you're going to get suspended. And I don't have enough vacation hours to take time off for you being suspended <laughs> at school because I want to go to Madison Square Garden for Christmas while you're yeah. with your mom. And I want to sit yeah. courtside and I can't afford that. Right. I need the time off. So, um, yeah, I'm proud. It was it was a proud moment. Uh, posted a picture thing about it, about her being kind and empathetic, and then this whole gambling scheme thing and <laughs> whatever like that it was like three more lines. It was pretty comical when I wrote it. And um, her picture is like a picture her mom took at the game. It makes her look yeah. kind of gangster and stuff. So I was like, all right. But could you imagine? But I'm also running a, an <clears throat> underground uh, sports gambling ring at Springs Ranch. Yeah, could you imagine our kids were like at Target or Walmart, wherever, right? Anywhere, and they're like, uh, "You're like, yeah, you can pick any toy you want," and they go grab dice. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh my god, damn it! Then no, I'll, then, then I'll be concerned. Yeah. yeah, dad, dad, you got any quarters? And they're just oh, like god. doing the quarters up against the side of the wall thing or whatever, yeah. like that. Like, oh my gosh, man, like this is gonna be bad, but. But it was a proud moment. I was like, hell yeah, my kid wants some cash tonight. So cool. I think anything I think else? like most importantly, like I'm just proud that like they're so into sports. Like they're already on the Dodgers. Now Evan's mm-hmm. getting in on the Rams a little bit. Layla's yeah. obviously a super fan for the 49ers. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Dude, one game and it was over. Like yeah. you, you could tell, dude, and it was awesome. So um that was that's fun. I like inf- the influential stuff. So um all right, let's move on to our draft. So uh, this will 
tail into kind of what, what our rants and raves are going to be. At least my rant is going to be, and then our banger of the week will end up being. But uh, you brought it up. Where's home? Where where I think I'm going to settle down? And it's California because I believe California, look, politics aside, the amount of taxes you have to pay aside, all the other bullshit, California is the best state by far in the union and no one else can can say otherwise. Hands down. It's, it's hands down. It's got everything, right? So our draft is going to be the top five reasons California is better than everywhere else. So, Tony, I will let you decide where you want to go, where you want to draft. You want to be first or on the turn? Turn. Easy. On the turn. All right. <clears throat> so to start off our top five reasons California is better than everywhere draft, I'm going to pick number one overall, Mexicans. Mexicans are a great reason okay. why California is better than everywhere else. You got two. Pretty good. I had uh, I had Mexicans as one of my choices. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't think you would take that. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy I got the one hundred and one because I was like, All I'm right. knocking this out. Uh, I would say the climate. Uh, you, you pretty much get a year round summer. You get like a summer in the summer and then you get like a mild summer in like the fall and winter. Uh, that's like shorts and sandals, maybe a sweater, like a light sweatshirt, uh, opposed to here where like you're putting on pants, maybe thermals. Like if you're going out for extended periods of time and like mm -hmm. a coat, like a heavy coat gloves, maybe a beanie. There's none of that in California. Right. Um, especially if, if you live by the beaches, like it's just 70 degrees, 60 degrees, like year rounds. Perfect. Yeah. I will say that that is more so from Bakersfield down, but a lot of places where, where a lot of the population of California is. Yeah. Right? So where I'm from, like up north of Sacramento, like 30 minutes or so, we do get the like frost on your grass in the winter time. It doesn't get cold, but, um, but yeah, that's a good point. The weather. Yeah. You, never, you I've never experienced that. I've been like Vandenberg's so like the central central ish coast all the way down. Oh yeah. Never, never really lived uh, through any of that. Cool. Uh, second one, oh, shit, stuff. I'm gonna say, I mean, you said Mexicans. I have a, another one here. It's just diversity. Does that count? Yep, diversity. Um, so I went to school uh, in Banning, uh, Riverside County, and like it, there was no real minorities. There were smaller groups, but it wasn't like oh, there's only you know three Mexicans at a high school of 300 people, 400 people. It was pretty decent sized groups, right? split evenly between like uh hispanics asians african-americans the white people they were there right probably outnumbered everybody else but um just a nice mix and it's kind of cool growing up kind of learning how to be around all these other different types of people right yeah because so, i've been in other states i've been in mississippi texas i've been in, Al in alabama for an extended amount of time I saw way too many uh uh confederate flags driving through alabama it didn't make me feel comfortable yeah um you see matt stafford down there no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Didn't see Matt yeah. Stafford, yeah. but uh, yeah, the diversity. I, I love it in California. I know some other states are pretty good about that, but I don't. I don't think any state uh, is on the same level as California. Yeah, top to bottom, even like where I lived, it was kind of like middle of nowhere ish. Like where I'm from is kind of middle of nowhere, middle of everywhere. Yeah, um, our school had pretty much everything. Like we had, you know, when you watch that movie with Clint Eastwood, Grant Torino. Right. Yeah. And it's like nobody knew who the hell Mongs were. Like they're like the mountain folk from Laos and stuff like that. Like yeah. our 
our area is like infiltrated. Like that's that's a huge bit of the po- big part of the population. Yep. So it's like, oh, I know who that is. I understand those little cultural things they're doing that people were like, wait, what the fuck? Like, you know, whatever. Yeah, every type of Mexican, every type of you know whatever you wanted to get. So yep. that was that was always pretty cool. I Native think Americans, what... large groups of uh, Indians. Uh, yeah. We had the Mong Mongs too. Mm-hmm. Um, Viet- Vietnamese. We had Japanese. We had Koreans. Mm-hmm. Everything, man. Yo, culture week at high school when like they would be out in the quad and like everybody cooks the foods from like their cultures. It was yeah. fucking amazing because you could just, wherever you want to go in the world is there, right? Yeah. And I think that's what makes like I think I noticed like you know I spent 14 and a half years in the world's greatest air force as well. So but when you go like uh on work trips somewhere, right? And you're with people who are from like certain areas of the US and we go to say Las Vegas. Yeah. Right. There are people who are like, we probably shouldn't be in this part of town. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, you know, like they're afraid of where they're at or you yeah. get the, the guy who locks the doors, right? When you drive down a certain street and I'm like, mm-hmm. that or, hey, let's go to a different gas station. There's all these people outside. They don't want nothing to do with you, dog. Just go in and get your shit. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, they're out here selling drugs. They know you're not going to buy them. Like, <laughs> just walk by them, dude. Or there's uh, outside of... Uh, the place where we'd work in Vegas, there used to be like, there's this little taco shop down the street that we'd go to all the time. And I remember one time we went inside there on like a break and Mm -hmm. there was these adult dudes, like it's a gang thing. Right. So like there's these adult guys who are talking to these kids and they couldn't have been more than 15 years old, right. Somewhere between 12 and 15. And they're like giving them the drugs and telling them what to do, how much it costs. Right. And like, getting on them right and i'm like well that was just how life was it's is it completely wrong maybe should i show the cop call the cops yes but i'm not getting involved with it they're not Mm -hmm. bugging me i'm not bugging them i don't have no problems they don't got no problems that's your lifestyle i don't agree with it it's probably not the best thing for those kids i'm here to get fucking burritos so (laughs) and, and they leave you alone right they're not looking at you you're not staring at them or whatever but i think that that diversity piece that we grew up with in California is different than a lot of other places. I think maybe like the New York city area kind of has that a little bit, right. There's so many different people who go there, mm-hmm. but uh, other than that, it's like all these other, it just, it's, it prepared me for the world. Right. I was so going to say it's prepared us for malls in Colorado Springs. We can go to yeah. Chapel Hills and Citadel. Hell and yeah. Not fear for our lives. Like some of these people, it's crazy. We were talking at work the other day. Cause I took the kids to go get shoes at the Citadel and it was a Friday but I was like, we got to be out of here by 5.15, right? Like, this is the best shoe, shoe ball in in the Springs. They got the better shoe stores, better shoes. You're going to get everything you want. Um, they have a dope food court, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, we just got to be out by 5.15 because that's when people are going to come in here and start shooting or, you know, the yeah. knives are going to come out. So 5.15 on a Friday through Saturday, you can go in Sunday afternoon. You're good to go uh, through Friday. 5 p.m. So, um, and I don't have a problem with it. So it's cool. All right. My next two at the 2.2, I'm picking Tupac. Um, it's undisputed, the greatest rapper of all time. And you fumbled the bag talking about diversity and all this shit. So <laughs> that we just talked about for five minutes. And right. my second one coming up to, right now. You seem to be very interested by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is one of the best things that we had growing up. My 3.1 is going to be Disneyland. I don't care what people talk about Disney World. Disney World is not Disneyland. Disneyland was the first. Disney World is too much. You can go to Disneyland on a three-day park hopper, do everything, 
yep. in two days. You can cover the whole park in one day. And you have a third day to do whatever you kind of want. You want to roam downtown Disney. You want to go to the pool. You know, you can take your time. It's not too big. It's not too crazy. It's a fun time. It's the original spot. It is Disney. It's bet. I think it. I've never been to Disney World, but Disney World seems too big for me. Right? Too much. I, I feel like I have to take like eight days off to do it all. Like I'm not going to Florida all the time. Yeah, that's so. that. That's costly. Yeah, it's super costly. So Disneyland is my number three. All right, that's a good pick. Um, we're headed there here in about a week. Nice. Doing the uh, the three day. It's like a salute to service. It's like yeah. the best bang for your bus, like 220 bucks. Yeah. Like a that's... single day is like 130 or something like that. Yeah. We get three days. Come on. Yep. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, so my next two picks, I got uh, I got the climate. I got the diversity. Checking some boxes here. Um, I'm not walking out of here without Dodger Stadium. So give me Dodger <laughs> Stadium. Uh, you, I, you know, I like Coors Field. I've been to Petco. Uh, I've seen. Um, I've seen the other stadiums. Haven't been in them. But I think Dodger Stadium is just is just the best, and just the parking lot, just where it sits, like so in Chavez Ravine, just overlooks downtown. It's not in, it's not like Staples Center where it's you know in downtown. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. And if you look at it like from above, the way they have like the trees set up in the parking lots, like there's no stadium that that comes close. I think to Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Um, Ed Bias obviously is a Dodgers fan, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. So I was also I had a music one. You taking Tupac, does that eliminate everything else? Or do I have to pick like individual no, bands? No, go. Go with whatever you want. Go with whatever right. you want because you're going to accept the next one that I have. <laughs> well, maybe now I don't want to do nope, it. Nope, do it. <laughs> um, I'm going to take variety, like the variety of like the landscape where you could live. Like Colorado, what do you have? The mountains? Like you have the yeah. mountains you could live in, like that that type of life. California, you have mountains, you have the beach cities. You talked about that at the beginning of the show. You have the big cities. You can live in LA, Anaheim. You can live in some of those like massive San Diego, uh, same thing. They have skylines, right? You can live in the fucking farmlands. You can live in the vineyards. You can live in a trailer park, everything in between. Like, I don't think most states have what California has like in that regard. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take the variety of like places that you can kind of settle down in. Yep. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things about California. I always tell people is like you can get anything you want. Yeah, you can live in the beach. You can live in the valley, right? Or you can live in the agriculture piece. You can live on, it's so know, massive. the Bay Area, so and you got all these different climates that you can get to, right? Uh, you can live in the mountains where the snow is. You can yep. live up near the redwoods. You can live, you know, by lakes and rivers and streams. And beaches. or you can live on a beach and live like an hour and a half from mountains and snow, snowboarding, yep. and winter sports, right? It's like that's what I liked that. about where I was from. And granted, it's north, so like the best beach to go to would be like Santa Cruz, and it was like two hours and fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. But for us in California, two hours fifteen minute drive is nothing because you get yeah, to see all kinds of stuff on your way there, right? So, um, but we we're an hour from the redwoods, an hour thirty from San Francisco, two fifteen from. Santa Cruz, two hours from Lake Tahoe, 30 minutes from Sacramento, hour and a half to Reno. Yeah. And it's like, I could be anywhere that I want, or I can go, you know, three hours south, be in the Fresno area, six hours south, be in Los Angeles. And it's not that bad. So it's, it's a better setup there than it is here. Like, sure. Yeah, we have Denver hour 15, hour 30, right. For sports from where we're at. But like, if you want to go snowboarding, you want to go to some of the nice resorts, you're like three hours through yeah. Denver down to 70 to some of those resorts. So, yeah. And like the, the road infrastructure isn't that great here. So you're going on the oh, same yeah. one road that everybody else is going to. Cause it's like, there's a North road and a South road, which is oh, the yeah. same. And there's like an yeah. East and West road and that's it. 
Right. Everyone's going the same direction at the same time. Yeah. You're fighting traffic, guaranteed. Yeah. It sucks. So. Which we are in California too, but yeah, there's there's multiple uh, ways to skin a cat, no matter where you're going. Yep. All right. So you're there, and I got the four dot two, and then the five dot one. So, um, yeah. Uh, dang it. This is hard now. All right. I love to eat fruit. So fruit. And agriculture is my next one because little known fact, actually a very well-known fact because it's all over the internet. Uh, the fruit from California supplies 50, over 50% of the fruit that the United States consumes, right? Where California produces 50% of the United States' fruit. The next closest state would be Florida at one quarter, 25%. And the third state being Washington at 10%. So if you like fruit, especially strawberries, oranges, peaches, nectarines, any of your citruses, you can thank California for that. So you are welcome. Fruit. That's a good one. I grew up uh, pretty close, like a massive, like orange farm. I don't know what to call it. Just fucking yeah. oranges everywhere. Orchard. Massive yep. orchard. There you go. And and if you live anywhere near Mexicans, right, which is pretty much everywhere in California, <laughs> everybody's yard has fruit trees. Yeah. So it's like you got a friend, they got apricot tree. You know, there's too many. They can't eat them all. They're going to be shitting mm -hmm. all the time. So you just go over and grab a couple boxes full. Like you go grab like a beer box from the liquor store or whatever. You know, grab one of them. Go fill it up with apricots. Take it home to your family. And everybody's yeah. like willing to do it. So we used to run for wrestling and we run along this road. Uh, we'd run like five, six miles to start practice type of thing. It was just like conditioning or whatever. And uh, on the road, there was fences to the houses but there's always an orange tree that was overhanging. So it would always, every day you just go and pick another orange and there's always oranges everywhere. So, and then the lady would like line oranges up on top of the little fence thing. So yeah. you just grab one when you go by or whatever like that. It was, it was a thing. So I, I know uh, the climate doesn't like support that here, but I wonder like if that's a thing anywhere else yeah, where you could grow that kind of stuff year round. Cause yeah. I, I definitely, we had the same thing uh, in California where I was at. Yeah. 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 So there's that. And my fifth, um yeah you can pick whatever you want to pick for your next one because i'm picking this and you don't get to tell me i don't get no so my fifth one i wrote it down it's the three b's bears beats battlestar galactica beaches bitches and blunts <laughs> that is my last That's one way off i am doing that to pander to the crowd so yeah. that's basically it um i am not i do like beaches I don't like calling women bitches, but um, it fits the narrative today. And blunts, um, I will not speak about that. So I used to really like blunts, but um, yeah, I, I can't do that. So I don't do that. That's my fifth. What's your last one? Uh, that's good. Pandering's that's always the way to go with these. Mm -hmm. um, kind of threw me off my game after I you know. did that. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not, I'm not going to pander. I'm going to pick something that I really did enjoy, uh, while I was in California, still enjoy to this day. That's ska music, uh, Northeast coast, Massachusetts. They have some ska bands. Um, but like California, I don't know if you listen to ska on the horns, like trumpets, trombones, but real big fish, less than Jay Goldfinger, like bands like that. Yeah. Got the horns in them. No doubt. Uh, back in the day. So that's always so down. when you go to like the beach, right. And you're like, say you're in like 
Santa Monica, Newport Beach, anywhere like that, like, and you're walking around, there's always a ska band out there playing or yeah. something like that. So, especially if you're like downtown too, like I've done some events downtown LA, like by Staples Center. Yeah, there's always people performing something, you know, and it's like you get to hear it all around. So that's that's pretty dope. It's just different with horns. Like I, there's some like I don't know alternative or like rock music I enjoy, but like mm-hmm. hands down, I'd rather hear a trumpet or something, uh, yep. trombone um, in a rock song, right? Which is what makes it ska. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty dope. You got any honorable mentions? Yeah, you checked a couple of my boxes. I was gonna pick Tupac or just music in general, highlighting like Tupac, Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. um, Mexicans was in there. Quality of life. I think we may have covered that though. Uh, it's kind of expensive in California. Everybody knows that, but you know, probably cheaper to live like Ohio where Matt's at, or, you know, some parts of Texas or Florida, but you get the beaches in Florida, but there's no mountains. You get some big mm-hmm. cities, get some sports, um, California, you got all the good shopping options, Disneyland. I I'm, pro Disneyland versus Disney world. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my sports teams are in California, the diversity, like that checks all the boxes for me, the food, um, maybe Florida probably checks a few of those, but not all of them for me, winter sports. They don't have that. So it also has yeah. hurricanes. I'm not down with that. We don't get those in California. Yeah. Fuck that. No, not, I'm, fuck that. yeah. Have you ever been to Miami? Have not. I want to go. Uh, to so when I was really young, I think, uh, my parents took me to Disney world. But I don't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to Miami. Bad. I don't know why. But. All right. So my honorable mentions, I have, I guess, six here. Um, so I put the size of California. So latitude lines go from Georgia to Connecticut. Right. Damn. Yeah. It, that's how great of a state it is. They're like, you know, we're not going to break this into 15 of them like the East Coast does. That's why it's so much better. Um, I did put the Dodgers in general. Um, also... I mean, they have a hundred and double digit wins it's uh, nuts. this year without, it's nuts. with all the injuries that they have, right. They don't have the best pitcher on the staff pitching yeah. in Walker Bueller. Um, and they are the best team in baseball. Regardless. Kershaw, Gonsolin been in and out. Bueller's out. Yeah. Uh, who else has missed time? May. We didn't get him till yeah. what halfway Dustin through the May, season. Turner, uh, half the bullpen, half the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's scary because the Dodgers should win a world series. Yeah, they should win a World Series, and it's not even close. And they'll probably get knocked out at some point. Oh yeah, they're gonna run into a team <laughs> with like two aces, like a Degrom, Scherzer, yeah. and it's gonna be trouble because you got to face those guys twice, maybe yeah. three times, right, in a seven game yeah. series. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. So there's that. I did have um, per Wallet Hub analytic models, which we are analytics based here on the Talk Court Fantasy Football League podcast, as we talked about earlier with Golf and Stafford and all this kind of stuff. Um, California is rated the most fun state to live in. Uh, the other ones I had were people that were born in California. So born in Hayward, California, which is the Bay area is Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Bruce Lee is from California, born in San Mm -hmm. Francisco. And then my last one is welfare fraud. It's not good, but I respect the hustle. People selling food stamps for 50% of cash, um, because the government, the government gives you way too much food stamps, so people sell them. That's uh, pennies. These guys need to get on Brett Favre's level, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but Californians are way smarter than that. So recapping our draft, Nate has, that's me, Mexicans, Tupac, Disneyland, fruit, beaches, bitches, and blunts. And while Tony has the climate, diversity, Dodger Stadium, 
a variety of landscapes and ska music. So let us know what you think and who won the draft. Rants and raves, Tony. You got a rant. You got a rave. Do I need to mute you? <laughs> Normally I'd rave here, but I'm going to rant. You can add that after. Why, why, why are you making that noise? Oh, oh that's fun. Okay, go. Uh, so, yeah, I'd rave here most of the time, probably nine times out of ten. But I'm going to rant. Uh, it's about something very near and dear to to my taco-sized heart. Um, we need more Taco Corp content. Why aren't we getting more Taco Corp content, Nate? God damn it. Don't give me these excuses about school. You've sacrificed sleep for Madden in the past. What are you doing? Oh, that was I was owning people in Madden. I'm pissed right now because Wayne and Nick have not played their Madden game. I, I advanced on them like a week ago too, so I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So no, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to putting out more episodes. Things got hectic. And honestly, what really took a lot of my time, and honestly, it was just a priority thing for me. Like the podcast was put to the last thing because uh building a relationship with my ex-wife it sounds crazy people think it's crazy whatever like that people are concerned but um it was really important to me it was really important for my kids it was really important to their mom and it's a lot better than it's ever been so um i'm just kind of in a mood where i'm going to do what i kind of want to do right um it sounds bad at some point yeah. but I, but I it get, mattered it mattered to it. me more than doing the podcast so i spent a lot of time like we talk a lot, so we'll talk every day, which is kind of weird. Um, seeing where we came from, text, FaceTime, yep. all that kind of stuff, help each other out through things, right? In life or whatever, and just catch up. So, um, yeah, but <clears throat> I should be able to put out podcast every week now, so we'll be good. Less makes editing. sense. I, I, I understand. I will say that, uh, because there was such a gap in, you know, your last episode and whenever you publish this one, uh, Matt and I have gotten great deals on the Taco Corp segments. Like these <laughs> things were just flying off the shelves. I saw Added that your guys' numbers. I saw that your guys' numbers bumped up when you started adding like banger of the week and oh, rants and raves. Yeah. And people love it. I get the, uh, what do you call that? The, what is it? What do you, what is it called when you say something that means something, but you you're saying it like you mean something else. You know what I mean? Like, when you're talking to me, but you're not talking to me. I forget what that's called, but what? the like an implied it. speech, right? Where you're, so, you know what? I got to rant and rave about, you know, friends and keeping your word and doing the things you're supposed to be doing, right? When it's like, oh, you don't know really what he's talking about, but I know what the hell he's talking. He's that's directed at me. What the flake one? Yeah, the flake. Oh no, no, it's yeah. not. The flake no. one's not you, actually. Yeah. That is my insecurity. The flake one was out. from your draft mm. at your house, and those motherfuckers who said they were coming yeah. didn't come, didn't say they were not going to come. And I think one of them told you, like, after the fact. Yeah. It's All like, of how them told me after yeah. the fact. What would it, what it would have taken? Like, let's say you just send a text, one sentence. Yeah. 10 seconds. Not coming, dog. 15 seconds. Just say not coming. I don't yeah. care. No. And I don't I feel don't like know. going, bitch. You could even throw <laughs> yeah. an insult in there, right? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Hey, don't buy so much food. <laughs> Don't go buy eight pounds of carne asada at fourteen dollars a pound. Yeah, I tell you what, I ate a lot of carne asada. Was... I ate a fuck ton of it. I ate that shit for a week. I wish you would have told me you had the chicken in the oven. <laughs> I forgot all about it, dude. Yeah. Like I was literally like cleaning, and I went to go uh, heat up some cinnamon rolls because I had to, like a, a thing of uh, what do you call those? 
Pillsbury. Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, right? Yeah. And the girls went to bed. So I was like, I'm going to crush like four cinnamon rolls tonight. And so I went to go heat it up and I started smelling food. And I was like, oh, shit, the chicken's in here. So, Damn. yeah. Yeah, it was good chicken, too. So we ate that for like the rest of the week. It was pretty good. Go. My rant and rave is on the state of Colorado in general. This place fucking sucks. The people suck. They're fakes. They're frauds. I've never been to a place that is more that is that is more i don't even i i'm gonna say very foul words so i'm trying not to more people can't leave their houses without their fucking dog i get it you love your dog it's your pet i i fully understand your dog does not need to go to the fucking grocery store with you every single ball tons of dogs everywhere everybody just walks their fucking dog everywhere it's weird it's weird you cannot yeah. go out without your dog. You have problems. Get therapy. Your everything <laughs> is hipster. Colorado has no culture. Everything is implants. All the culture is like what do you call that shit? The uh fusion, right? It's a mix of something with something else, and it's like a cool little hipster joint that has yeah. like like metals <laughs> and woods and those backyard lights hanging up inside of it, right? It's all the same shit. Everybody wears the same stuff. Nobody has their own style. It's like, do you wear Patagonia? Oh, you oh, God. you got to wear Patagonia because you got to show people that you that you can pay your rent on time, right? Like that's what it is. But here is my gripe. I went to a 49ers at Denver Broncos game for Sunday night football week three. Pumped. I'm a Niner fan. If you don't know Niner fans, we are ignorant. Everything about California is ignorant. This whole episode's about ignorance. The banger of the week is going to be ignorance. It is, we are better than everybody, and we're going to show you. You got Niner fans who are loud, bang, bang, all this. They're the worst. Stuff. It is a fuck, it is the best. That's why that's why the Rams fucking suck cock. The fucking Matt Stafford throws a pick every oh time God. he plays the Niners. He throws a pick six every game that he plays the Niners. Four games that he's played the Niners, he's thrown a pick six. We need to bet that next time when they're in L.A. That's a couple weeks away. But that is a thing, right? Niners are ignorant. We're loud. But we have fun. Like, uh, the actual people who are decent human beings don't cuss at you. We don't, like, you know, call you names or anything like that. We'll make fun of all your little sayings when you go to the Broncos games. And the opposing team, the away team, throws an incomplete pass. You hear the announcer, Jimmy Garoppolo, pass intended for Brandon Ayuk, and everybody in the stand stands up, waves their arms, in, complete. So what do we do every time Russell Wilson, because he stinks, throws an incompletion, in, complete. Every time the Niners gain a yard, let's ride, let's ride. You know, it's a good time, right? We're making fun of your thing. Denver Bronco fans don't wear current jerseys of Bronco players. I did not see one Russell Wilson jersey in the entire fucking place. The entire place. This is stupid. But, <laughs> God damn it, Tony just put up a fucking picture of like four of the like Rams rings and they look, they look terrible. Um, anyways, they don't wear current player jerseys. I didn't see a Cortland Sutton, a Jerry Judy, a Javante Williams, anybody. Russell Wilson, they talked all this hype, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Walmart brought him in. He's on rollback now, but <laughs> none of them. It's Peyton Manning, Eric Decker, Bill Romanowski, Akeem Tlaib, uh, McCaffrey, some Sharp. It's just guys that are CJ Anderson jerseys. 
at the game. There's an ad that's running on my Facebook right now that's got a Peyton Manning jersey and a CJ Anderson jersey because I'm located in Colorado. Mm-hmm. You don't even know your own team. They don't know football. They don't know nothing. And we're talking smack the whole time. We have this group of old people that are sitting next to us. They're pretty fun, right? They're having a good time. They're laughing. They're high-fiving. We're, we're talking and everything. People in front of us a little bit. Some people behind us. Everybody's having a good time in our section, right? Yeah. It's all laughs. We're heckling each other. But none of this, like, hardcore banter stuff. Jeff Wilson Jr. fumbles the ball with a couple minutes left in the game. Broncos are sealing up a, a victory, right? Two guys, and you'll see him in the picture if you follow my ex-wife on social. There's a guy in a Bill Romanowski and a Keep to Leave jersey. They didn't say it worked the entire game. They stood up, turned around, and said, fuck you F words, right? Like, it rhymes with forgot. Like, all this, and they're pointing fingers and talking all this stuff. I mean, it's like they're ready to fight type of thing, right? So I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Like. I'm hammered too, but which is not good for me. So I'm just like, I go to stand up. The guy behind me puts his hands on me. It's like, hey, just just chill, man. They're they're dumb or whatever, right? And I was like, I don't get why they're yelling at us like that. Like we're having a good time. And the guy next to us is like, yo, don't pay attention to them. And they're Broncos fans. I look over. Adrian is climbing over the the seat in front of her because the family in front of us had already left once they fumbled. She goes to climb over the seat and she's pointing her finger, like saying all kinds of stuff, spitting shit out of her mouth at these guys. Like she's ready to fucking rumble in the second deck of Mile High Stadium. It was wild. Uh, It was wild. But you don't say a thing the whole game. You don't even cheer for your team when they score a touchdown. You don't stand up. You don't do the chance. And then you want to go boom, boom, boom. You guys aren't gangsters. Colorado has like the worst gang culture. That, oh, that was another one that I did. I deleted off was that California gangs would murder everybody in this country. And oh, yeah, there's, there's no neck tattoos here in Colorado. There, it, no, the the all the shootings and stabbings that we hear about in the news of oh the Citadel's dangerous or South Pueblo or Carson, Canyon City is all dangerous. They all fight over chicks and it's like teenagers doing it. Teenagers shooting each other over girlfriends. Like this isn't about thousands of dollars in drugs or trafficking humans or nothing Ter- like that or territory territory right yeah. you don't come down here wearing that color no these guys don't care you're not hard get out of here because every 49er fan including my ex-wife would beat the shit out of you there's so much to unpack there nate this place is terrible the people well, I, are I, terrible i think that my favorite thing is when I see a car with the, the native sticker, the Colorado native sticker. Yeah. Cracks me up. Yeah. It's like really how many generations? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one, no one chooses to live here that was from here. And the Patagonia thing. Oh my God. Who it's the worst. In their right mind pays a hundred dollars for just like a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. One twenty for a sweater. Yeah. I'll buy five sweaters for that. Yeah. Give me that hundred twenty. <laughs> I don't care if it's not like as good quality, good quality. It won't last as long. I have five of them. Yeah. Right. I have a rotation. Yeah. I'm not going to be wearing the same Patagonia sweatshirt every day. Yeah. yeah. I do pretty well for myself enough to be able to just say, I'm going to go to Madison square garden for Christmas day. Right. Yeah. And sit courtside. I drive a 2002 Honda civic with 170,000 miles on it. That rattles when I drive it. I don't give a fuck what I look like, but they all look care what they look like. Everybody's got a fucking, uh what is the fucking uh the toyota uh forerunner they either got a forerunner or a jeep or a subaru hey, don't, hate on the, don't hate on the subarus here yeah 
you got the like, I got a sedan. Like, I got the got one the that gets like thirty. That's that's my rant. Colorado sucks. California's better. They all know it. Um, and yeah, we'll be back in what four years? Four years the Niners come back. Four years the Niners come back. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be there. I I want to go every game um, and wear the opposing jersey of another team. So. My experience with the like the Rockies fans haven't been to a Broncos game. They're pretty positive. Um, any been to a any Rocky games, pretty positive so far. Yeah, like they're it's they're fun. cool. They're pretty chill. Um, yeah, you're 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 at risk of fighting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Most California sports venues. Yeah, absolutely. You could tell during Rockies games, right? Especially when the Dodgers come and you get ignorant Nate, right? Which is every other Dodger fan that's there as well, right? We're loud. We're starting. Let's go Dodger chance at first oh pitch. Whole, de- whole bottom sections are going crazy, right? It's all covered yeah. in blue. You get the sense that like, if I walked up to someone's girlfriend, I'd just be like, come with me. And they would do it. Like, yes, sir. You go ahead sir. and take my girlfriend. That's that's the type of people Colorado Rockies fans are. Uh, uh, those venues are really nice. It's it a lot of fun. I just never been anywhere that like, a game's going on and I didn't see a current jersey, a current mm-hmm. player jersey. It was wild to me. Like not one. And that is that is strange. It was strange. Rocky's what? There's like some Arenado, maybe Blackman, everyone loves Blake. He's been there forever. Yeah, Blackman. But that's like it. That's it. Those two. Yeah. You might see some uh Larry Walker or Andres Galarraga or something like that, you know. But yeah. But, but I mean those, those are the, like those are the players from the past, right? Yeah. But at least those dudes are like legend legend status like you're walking in here with a cj anderson jersey get the hell out of here right <laughs> like get out of here like not even a mike boone around or nothing like that so otavius murray jersey yeah yeah <laughs> jake oh uh, i would respect a jake the snake plumber one that would be oh, dope, God. so that would be super dope all right let's get out of here tony you got let's anything else before we say goodbye I had a lot of extra things just in case we were uh, under yeah. an hour, but we're at an hour 20 right now. So yeah. I'm good. We did. We did hit the record like 10 minutes before. So we're at like an hour 10. Yeah. Now we checked all the boxes, man. This is good. It's yep. fun to be on here. Um, glad you're back. Yeah. Let's get dude. this one out there. Let's it's get fun. it to, I, to the people. Do I look cute? Do I look cute? Oh, so hot. Look at my jawline is coming in. It looks nice. So yeah. Um, no, I like just... the beard. You're keeping it managed. It's not just that mangled nonsense you had going. <laughs> when I was growing everything out. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, you got to have that moment after, what do you say, 14 years in? You got to have it. Yeah. I'm just like, yep, I'm going to let myself go. But, yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, so, before we get out of here, go ahead and check out Tony's podcast and them on Twitter. Uh, you can find them at 58WKingPodcast. Is that correct? Yeah. That's at correct. 58WKing58 West King Podcast. It's linked all down below in the show notes. So, you can find that as well. And then go ahead and check out our buddy Terrence done he's in this league he is actually the number two team in this league milford academy um i think he's got josh allen on his team so he's up there and uh check out his podcast called the whiskey flick podcast where they drink some whiskey review some whiskey or booze and talk movies you just dropped another episode of what was it batman Batman. yep christian bale version i think they have one uh with you and i uh should be dropping any day now apparently any day come on yeah I, i heard right uh, start of week one but i'm not one to talk about it i said i was putting out an episode every thursday and this one's coming out on a wednesday it's all fucked up so anyways uh banger of the week this is for everybody who thinks that they're not as good as california and these are the words that we say to everybody 
especially the first words, the first couple sentences before the beat drops in this entire song. It is Hit Him Up by Tupac. For Tony, I'm Nate. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. I ain't Suck got it. no motherfucker. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to you. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Buffy trying to see me weak. Hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up. Leave you in pieces. Now be deceased. Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets.
Oh yeah, Mob Deep. <laughs> you wanna fuck with us? You little young ass motherfuckers. Don't one of you niggas got sickle cell or something. You fucking with me, nigga. You fuck around, have a seizure or heart attack. You better back the fuck up before you get smacked the fuck up. It's how we do it on our side. Any of you niggas from New York that wanna bring it, bring it. But we ain't singing, we bringing drama. Fuck you and your motherfucking mama. We gonna kill all you motherfuckers. Now when I came out, I told you it was just about Biggie. Then everybody had to open their mouth with a motherfucker opinion. Well, this is how we gonna do this. Fuck Mob Deep. As a motherfucking crew And if you wanna be down with bad boy Then fuck you too Chino XL Fuck you too All you motherfuckers Fuck you too All of y'all motherfuckers Fuck you Die slow motherfucker My fofo Make sure all y'all kids don't grow You motherfuckers can't be us or see us We motherfucking thug life riders West side till we die Out here in California nigga We warn you We'll bomb on you motherfuckers We do our job You think you mom nigga We the motherfuckers 